Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially opening weekend at the box on today's edition of Locked in LSU. I will get you set for everything that you will need to know for opening baseball weekend. It's finally here. All of that and so much more on today's edition of Locked in LSU. You are Locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, thank you for making Lockdown LSU your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also on YouTube as well. So check us out on the go. You can listen on the go or you can watch Pulse Up on your smartphone and your smart TV. Just search Lockdown LSU in the YouTube search bar and hit that subscribe button. And you won't miss a single second of your Lockdown LSU content. My name is Caroline Fenton. You can find me on Twitter at Caroline Fenton1. Appreciate you being here every single day. Appreciate you for making Lockdown LSU your first listen every day. And I, I'm juiced. Like all week long, I've had these like these jitters. I mean, it's opening weekend at the box. It's Mardi Gras weekend. I mean, what more could you ask? I feel like the state of Louisiana is just going to spontaneously combust this weekend because there's so many fun and exciting things going on. And when I first started covering LSU sports, you know, when I was a student at LSU, the first time I ever really got like to, to cover my own stories or cover things on my own, whether it be internships or, you know, whatever it might have been, it was always baseball games. So I kind of feel like I'm getting back into my roots a little bit whenever baseball season comes around. I feel like I'm, I'm back in, in college covering LSU baseball again. So I'm excited for this weekend and I'm ready. It's It's been all of the hype throughout the offseason. It's all of the talk of LSU being the number one team in the country and the number one team in the nation and all of the talent that LSU has accumulated over in the offseason over the past couple of years since Jay Johnson came and took over the head role. So I'm ready for it to finally start to come to fruition. I'm ready for all the talk to be over with, all the hype to be over with, and start to see this team start to deliver. I'm ready for it. I'm pumped. And the first thing is, and I know you all are too, I know, and I know any frustration about this comes from a good place. I saw it so opening day. I'm unfortunately won't be able to make it this weekend for opening weekend. I will be there for a, a few series throughout the the the, uh, the season. Um, I saw that opening day on Friday was pushed back to three. I guess forward to three o'clock. Originally supposed to be seven seven thirty first pitch. It was pushed back to to three o'clock, and I saw a lot of LSU fans were not pleased with that decision. And I get it. I understand. You got tickets. And you were looking forward to going to the game. That was your plan. And then now, you know, whether you have kids or if work gets in the way, you have prior engagements, that with the new start time, you, you may not be able to make it. But I've seen people say, you know, oh, I've had season tickets for years and years and years. And now with this time change, I'm considering giving up my season tickets. And however you feel about this, you are completely entitled to feel the way that you feel. You are completely entitled to your opinion. But really. Are we really giving up our 20 plus years of season tickets because you're frustrated that you won't be able to make it to one game because you're frustrated that the, the game time was changed because of weather? Just calm down. It's going to be okay. There are a whole lot more games throughout the rest of the season. And I know if maybe if this was your one opportunity, 
if you've really been looking forward to it, or maybe you dished out a lot of money to go to this game, whatever your instance may be. I get it. I understand the frustration. A change of schedule is never easy. It is never fun. But Joey Johnson mentioned why he decided to change the game. He said he talked with a bunch of people. It was for the, the best thing for this team. And, you know, I, it's it's the weather. It's going to be cold on Friday night. It's going to be an icebox this weekend. No pun intended. Um, maybe a little bit. Um, and the difference at 3 o'clock versus 7 o'clock is really not all that dramatically different. I hear you. I understand. I get it. I'm sure there's probably a good bit of truth to, you know, a game ending at six or seven o'clock versus 10 or 11 o'clock. That's a really big difference in terms of temperature, especially when guys are getting out there for the first game of the season. Their muscles are going to be tight. You want to avoid injuries, whatever the reason was. I trust Jay Johnson when he says it's going to be it's it's the best thing for for this this team. I think the biggest thing is, you know, this is probably the most hyped up season, LSU baseball season in a really long time. And that's saying something considering how much this team is hyped up really at the beginning of most seasons. And then having opening night, which really is, it's truly a religious experience. It really is. It is a magical experience. And to have that disrupted, I understand, is is really frustrating. And especially when you were planning on it, maybe you're going to bring your kids or it's a tradition for you to go and you won't be able to do that anymore. I get it. I understand. I have stomped my foot and pouted about plenty in an early LSU football game in my day. Um, but it's, it's going to be okay. If you can still go to the game, still go to the game. Don't cancel your season tickets over it. I, I can only... I can only take their word for it that this is truly the best thing for this baseball team. So now that we got that out of the way, Jay Johnson announced some very important information in his press availability this week, starting rotation for the weekend. Let's get into that coming up next. But before we do that, I want to tell you about FanDuel because it's the midway point of the NBA season. It is finally here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. So because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, your bonus bets, you get those back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, it is secure, and it is super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to the threes drained. You can do rebounds, assists, et cetera. You can even combine some of those bets into a same-game parlay. You could do player points. You could do player rebounds, player assists. You could do final point spread. You could do money line. All of those options are available to you, and it's wonderful because it's the best sports book. It's FanDuel. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, thanks again for making Locked On LSU your first listen every day. Make sure that you check out our brand new podcast, 
Locked on college basketball. It's got everything that you might need to know about the college basketball world, and it's all in one place. Plus, you can hear from big name experts. They've got insiders, coaches, and players giving you all of their insights. So check out Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So the biggest story of the weekend, the biggest announcement that we've all been waiting for from Jay Johnson, the weekend rotation, at least for opening weekend. So let's say this say this was no surprise to me. I think we all kind of knew who was going to be the Friday night guy, and it was Paul Skeens. Of course, Paul Skeens, a transfer from Air Force, who spent his first two years in college baseball with the Air Force Academy in 2021 and 2022. He was a first-team All-American both of those years. In 2022, he finished the season with a 2.96 ERA. According to D1 Baseball, he's on their watch list for the SEC Pitcher of the Year. Um, I also think that he could be on a whole lot of watch lists for the college baseball pitcher of the year. Paul Skeens is just an elite talent. He's a projected top five pick in this year's MLB draft. He is one of the best, if not the best pitchers in the entire country. Jay Johnson even reiterated that in his in his press availability um, th- this week. He said, he admitted he's, he's probably the, the top talent in the country. And LSU is incredibly lucky to have landed Paul Skeens. And also, let's not forget, because I will brag and brag and brag about Paul Skeens' pitching ability. Let's not forget that Paul Skeens is a, is a force to be reckoned with offensively as well. I mean, Paul Skeens pitches. He played catcher at Air Force, and he did reiterate, you know, when he did decide to transfer to LSU, he had no interest in playing catcher, which is probably for the best anyways. You're going to make more money, you have more opportunities pitching, and playing catcher only hurts those those opportunities um, because you're taken off the mound, one, and two, because you're just at a higher risk of injury. So Paul Skeens, what he's able to do on the mound, he could be just as talented, which is saying a lot. It, uh, behind the plate as well. So Paul Skeens is your Friday night starter. I don't think that's any sort of surprise. He's your Friday night starter now, and he probably will be for a while. He's probably your, your number one talent in the bullpen. Paul Skeens, your Friday night guy. Looking at Saturday, and also kind of taking a step back, this weekend rotation, I was came very much so out of surprise to me. That doesn't mean it's the right move. It doesn't mean it's the wrong move. It just means I didn't expect this at all. So let me just put this out there. Riley Cooper is your Saturday night starter. He's a lefty junior who transferred in from Arizona last year. Um, followed Jay Johnson whenever Jay Johnson got the got the gig at LSU. And I think one thing that we need to remember about Riley Cooper is that he saw more action this past season than any other any other pitcher in LSU's bullpen. He had 30 appearances, one start. He it was the fourth most, fourth most appearances in the SEC. And that wasn't a new thing for Riley Cooper. I mean, Jay Johnson understood his longevity. He understood his versatility because in 2021 at Arizona, he had 29 appearances, which still would have been top 10 in the SEC this past year if he had that many appearances in 2022 in the SEC. So Riley Cooper is very much so a versatile guy, a go-to guy, a guy that you can count on in any situation. He can be your starter. He can come in relief. He can come in when you're down. He can come in when the game is on the line. And I think that we're starting to see Jay Johnson reward Riley Cooper for that with that kind of versatility. And also, he's a lefty. And Jay Johnson, when he spoke with the media this week, he reiterated the importance of having left-handers in the rotation 
and on the field. This was uh, this was Jay Johnson. Augie Garrido, I uh, got to spend some time with him. Said, you know, you have to build your teams around left-handed hitting and left-handed pitching, and um, he's uh, obviously one of the greatest coaches of all time, and um, that stuck with me. And I'm talking about as a 24-year-old coach, and so. Um, yeah, I guess. I think uh, the better teams that I've had, you've had left-handed starters. Um, 2015 at Nevada, 2016, 2017 at Arizona, you know, 2021 at Arizona. Um, there's an element to that. I think, you know, in Riley's case, he just throws all his pitches for strikes. And the other thing you want to pay attention to early on is, you know, this is a cool deal we have here. And, you know, our guys, you know, going to have control of themselves. And, I mean, the guy pitched with the game on the line like 25 times last year. So he'll be he'll be good. He'll be ready. So Jay Johnson references Augie Garrido there. And if you're not familiar, may he rest in peace. Former Texas head coach. He is a legend in, in the college baseball spaces. So when Augie Garrido says something, when he told you something, you hang on to that. And Jay Johnson obviously very much so did. Told him when he was, you know, in his mid-20s, just starting out in his baseball coaching career and still comes to fruition to this day. So it's the combination of Riley Cooper being a lefty and having that obviously being an advantage in your bullpen, but also just the fact that he's just a good pitcher. And then he can pitch under pressure. I mean, last year, like I mentioned, he had 30 appearances. He was four and three on the year with a four-two ERA, had 35 strikeouts, eight walks. He's he's a solid pitcher. And I'm excited to see more from Riley Cooper in a starting capacity. Your Sunday guy. Now, this was a surprise to me. This was very much so a surprise to me. And it, I, I I don't hate it at all. And, and I'll explain why. Chase Shores is your Sunday starter, at least in this weekend rotation. Chase Shores is a true freshman right-hander. He was the top right-handed pitcher in the state of Texas in 2022. In high school, he was 18-2 and two in 211, 211 strikeouts and 142 innings. And a majority of those 211 strikeouts, 123 of those alone, came in his senior season. Chase Shores is an incredibly promising prospect. He's the number 23 prospect overall, for, according to Perfect Game, and the number five right-handed prospect, right-handed pitcher prospect in that class as well. So, I mean, you're looking at Chase Shores. He's not only one of the top players in this country, he's one of the top pitchers in the country as well. And he's also a behemoth. He's 6'8", 245. And if anyone's familiar with Glenn West, a dear friend of mine, Glenn West is the tallest person I've ever seen in my life. And I saw a picture put out there from Jay Johnson's media availability, and Chase Shores was out there as well. It was Chase Shores and Glenn West side by side. And I, whenever I talk to Glenn, I look up at him like this, like I get a crick in my neck because he's so tall. And Chase Shores makes Glenn West look like a, an average-sized human, which he is not, if that gives you any indication of that. Glenn, if you're listening, love you. I hope you're doing well. Um, but the reason why I don't hate this at all, even though it, it is a shock, it is a surprise, I didn't expect this, there were other older, more established pitchers that that Jay Johnson could have given a starting nod to this weekend. There are guys that have been in college baseball longer, that have more experience, that have been at LSU longer, that maybe have, you know, paid their dividends that Jay Johnson could have given the nod to over Chase Shores. 18-year-old kid, haven't thrown a pitch in college baseball yet, in a, in a real game at least. 
but he impressed this coaching staff so much in his development and what he was able to do throughout the preseason that he earned himself a starting role. When, when you're a coach, your job is to give your best players the best opportunities. I don't care how much experience you have. I don't care how long you've been in this building. I don't care how many starts you have. My best players get the best opportunities. And Chase, Shord, Chor, Chase Shores emerged as that. And Jake Johnson talked about it. He, he was bragging on Chase Shores and exactly why he made the decision to put Chase Shores in as a, as a starter this weekend. It's special, dude. I think it's the talent is the talent. Um, six nine, uh, a lot taller than me. Um, I mean, fastballs up to upper nineties, um, movements, out pitches, uh, but it's the poise and the, the competitiveness is far beyond his years. I think he's the one guy um, that, luckily for us, professional baseball missed on maybe his value in the draft and uh he's ready and he's he's proved it since uh let's just call it October 10th or whatever the first time he threw in a scrimmage is so there he said he's special if he's able to earn his spot and a starting spot in the rotation then you know what good for him and also let's not forget things can change this is the beginning of the season you're probably going to see some weekend rotation shakeup as the season goes on. LSU is playing Western Michigan this weekend. I hope that that is going to be a pretty dominant performance and performances from LSU baseball all three games this weekend, regardless of who your starting pitcher is. Maybe, just maybe, this could be Chase Shores' opportunity to prove that he belongs in the starting rotation moving forward. Maybe, just maybe, this is a kick in the butt for some other pitchers in the bullpen who maybe haven't quite earned a starting spot yet. But a starting spot is still up for grabs. This isn't like things change. Things will change. You know, some players advance. Some players take a step back. It's natural. It's a long season. This is another thing, you know, in addition to the opening day time change. And I get that. The, the the weekend rotation struck a chord with a whole lot of LSU fans. And, and uh, admittedly, I was surprised by it too. I'm not mad about it. I'll let the coach do his job. I'll let the coach point out and pick who he thinks is doing the best and who has been doing the work behind the scenes. But take a breather. Take a breather. You're going to see some of these other guys in the bullpen and some of these other pitchers on the roster. You're going to see them get their opportunities if they earn them and when they earn them. And that's what I want to get into coming up next. Other pitchers that aren't in the weekend rotation this weekend that can kind of scratch and claw their way there. We will get into that coming up next. I'm so giddy. I'm so excited for this weekend. I really am. And I know it's, I know it's Western Michigan and I know it's not going to be, you know, a marquee matchup, but it's just exciting. You know, it's the first weekend of the year. It means that baseball season is finally here. We are that much closer to conference play. I'm excited. It's going to be a good one, but you've got your, your weekend rotation. Paul Skeens is your Friday night guy. Super excited to see what he does. 
um, not just Friday night, but throughout the rest of the season. Riley Cooper, the lefty junior, is your Saturday night guy. Chase Shores, the newbie, the rookie, the freshman right-hander, gets the nod on Sunday. But like I mentioned, those aren't solidified. Those aren't concrete. And I don't think you want them to be concrete. You want there to be constant competition throughout the year. You want your pitchers, you want your players as a whole to continue to work for their starting spots. Nothing's a gimme around here. So some of the guys in the rest of the bullpen, guys that Jay Johnson mentioned earlier um, this week and his, his media availability, um, some guys that we are probably going to see in, in the rotation at some point, whether that's midweek games, whether that's in the weekend rotation, whatever that might be, guys that we'll start to see get more nods. I think the one name that a lot of LSU fans were frustrated to not see in the starting rotation this weekend was Thatcher Hurd. Um, he will be in the starting rotation at some point. He will be. Thatcher Hurd is one of the top pitchers in the country. He's one of the top talents that will probably get drafted in that 2024 draft. Of course, he's the sophomore right-hand uh, right pitcher transfer from UCLA. He's got a whole lot of talent. But Jay Johnson kind of justified why he didn't get a spot, at least in the starting rotation this weekend. Is Thatcher Hurd kind of on the cusp? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, a matter of fact, I mean, I'd go as far as saying for us to be the best team that we need to be, then, you know, he needs to figure into that starting mix. And that probably will help. And um, he's there. And, um, you know, frankly, uh, development, you know, the things that you guys don't see on a daily basis, like we needed to do something with him this week that didn't allow him to pitch on, let's say, Saturday because he needs to get better. And um, he knows that. And um, that is a bigger, uh, longer-term thought, you know. And um, if you think – if the question is, do I think he's going to start games and significant games this year, the answer is yes. Interesting. Awfully cryptic from Jay Johnson there about Thatcher Hurd. Now, is it a, a health concern? They needed to do something with him that uh, he wouldn't be available on – Let's say, I don't know, Saturday. So I don't know. I could interpret that a few different ways. Was Thatcher heard the initial first thought to be your Saturday guy? And then there were, there was regression or maybe he, he suffered a, a steps back, whether that was health wise. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But there, there's something there with Thatcher Hurd. The way that I interpret that, and this is based off of no information other than just my own opinion based off of what Jay Johnson had to say, Thatcher Heard was originally supposed to be your Saturday night guy, suffered a setback, whatever that setback may be. I don't know. He's not going to tell you. Sounds like he doesn't want to tell you, and they probably won't. Um, but I think the key thing there is something held him back this weekend. There needs to be more development there, and he will be starting in a considerable number of games. This is a long season. We're going to see Thatcher Hurd, y'all. We are going to. It would be criminal, criminal, if Jay Johnson did not give a talent like that more nods. There's an explanation to everything. So uh, Thatcher Hurd, one guy, sophomore right-hander from transferring from UCLA. Um, you're not going to see him this weekend, but you will see him this season. The next one is Nate Ockenhausen. Um, he's a sophomore left-hander. He's a transfer in from JUCO from East Oklahoma State. He's a lefty as well. As we heard from Jay Johnson, he loves his lefties. You can't have a successful baseball team, almost a football team, can't have a successful baseball team without left-handed batters, without left-handed pitchers. 
And Jay Johnson intentionally called Nathan, Nate Ockenhausen out. He said, I cannot wait to get him in here. I, in there. I cannot wait to see him get some work, to see him get some starts. So that's another name, you know, that really stood out to me, obviously, when Jay Johnson unpromptedly calls a guy out that you take note. So Nate Ockenhausen is one word, Ty, is one, uh, is one, uh, one, one name to look out for. Ty Floyd is another one who Jay Johnson was, was bragging about how often they were able to use and rely on Ty Floyd in a very similar way with Riley Cooper. Or if you needed a go-to guy, if you were in a bind, you needed a guy that was going to go out there that you could rely on, that you know was going to be cool under pressure. Ty Floyd was kind of a versatile guy um, that we saw this past year, whether it was against it was against Vanderbilt, whether it was against Ole Miss, whether it was in the SEC tournament, when this bullpen was in a bind. Remember, that was a big downfall of this team this last year was there was just no bullpen depth. And those guys, the Riley Coopers, the Ty Floyds, those were guys that you could look to when you were in a pinch. Maybe they're not elite talent. Maybe they're not the best pitchers on your roster, but they're guys that you can count on. And you need those guys. Not every single guy can be the best pitcher in the country. So, uh, and, and Jay Johnson mentioned Ty Floyd was great in tight games. Same kind of cool, you know, calm collectedness as Riley Cooper. So that's another guy that you could probably see get some more work. Um, and then Bryce Collins. He's a right-handed pitcher transfer from Arizona. Right shirt junior, another name that Jay Johnson called out. Un unprompted called out, said he's excited to see them get a little bit more work. And those are just four names that Jay Johnson mentioned. Four of a, a really deep bullpen that we'll start to see get a little bit more work. But I definitely absolutely took notice to the guys that Jay Johnson made an effort to talk about. Um, and I would be remiss to mention Grant Taylor. Unfortunately, he is out for the season with a torn UCL. Um, going into his sophomore year, he's really competing for a spot in the starting rotation. Unfortunate that he will now be, be sidelined with an injury for the rest of the season. He played, he started in two games, um, saw 17 appearances this past season, was four and one, the five, eight, one ERA through 31 innings. He was a guy that was starting to get acclimated into the college game and was starting to, to kind of make a name for himself. So tough to see that, um, wish Grant Taylor a, a speedy recovery, but to anybody Headed out to the box this weekend. Enjoy it. Have fun. Stay warm. Cheer extra loud for me because I know that that place is going to be rocking this weekend. And I hope that continues for the rest of the season. But that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for making Locked on LSU your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shaden, Andy Patton, two of my favorite college basketball guys. They bring you everything that you need to know on and off the court. Plus, you can hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.